You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. As we are rolling into what is Bart Scott, hour number three of our show. Mm. It's Bart and Han, 987 ESPN. Alan Han, Bart Scott. And when it's hour number three, on a day like this, what's that mean? It's the power hour, 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 hour. I got to admit, the gong is like growing on me. Ah. Like whenever our gong does get transferred up here from Seaport, I don't know. Well, if, if I you, can go back if, now, listen. If you because go, this just has like a. Oh yeah. If you gonna play that, if you gonna play that gong, then I'm gonna bring my Big Trouble Little China, <laughs> rating hat. I want my wicker hat, my bamboo Rated weave hat. <laughs> Sub Zero is my guy. <laughs> Scorpion, get over get here! Get over here! That sounds more like because he's the only one who talks. Oh yeah. Snap into a slim The macho man, Randy Savage. All right, so yeah. before we get back to the calls, and I do, I want to tell the backstory of all the drama for tonight's Knicks Pacers game. Uh, and there's actually more coming out about all this. So tonight at the Garden, it's, it's going to be some emotion tonight. But before we do that, let's just reset some of the big stories already that like we have seen today. And from a Giants perspective, a lot of uh, positivity, optimism uh, when it comes to their injury front. Because today being Wednesday, Brian Dable said everybody practiced. So that's good. Adoree Jackson, Leonard Williams, Aziz Oljolari, like McKenzie. Like that's a great sign. And it's a Wednesday before a playoff game. And yep. Bart, you're you were telling me earlier in the show. This you you're yeah. you're on the field today. Wednesday has game plan, dude. Yeah. Like you thudding up, but you gotta set the pads a little bit too. Because you want to go in and understand it. You know, you gotta tackle the physical back and, and, and cook and you gotta fire off the ball. You're thinking about you know, it's a Darius Smith and, you know, them coming off the edge with yep. those physical, you know, pass rushers and Daniil Hunter. So you got to be ready to, you know, even though they don't have a great defense, they got guys that can wreck a game with a, with a sack fumble. All right. So there's that front. And certainly we've been talking about the Giants uh, throughout this show. We're taking your calls, of course, on your optimism levels with the Giants. I know the Cowboys fans have been chiming in as well. Uh, but there were reports also, Bart, uh, that the Jets – uh, so Aaron Wilson, who covers the Texans now in Houston, but he was at the Baltimore Sun covering the Ravens back, Ravens back in the day. Uh, he said this morning mm. the Jets are parting ways with Mike LaFleur, according to league sources. But yet there were quick reports out of New York, one of them, uh, Connor Hughes from SNY, who said they have not fired Mike LaFleur. And that they are still debilitating. That don't mean the decision ain't already been made. <clears throat> they just haven't made it official. Now, it could, either, either guy could be wrong or right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Aaron course. Wilson's my guy, and I'm sure he has sources. And if he says sources, I can't. I'm not going to dismiss his sources. So you you're know? saying he's a credible reporter. He's yeah, somebody that he, you you have yeah. known to be not somebody that's yeah. just throwing it against no, the he wall. No, he don't usually just throw stuff on there. He's been a contributor to like the NFL Network. I know him from the Baltimore Sun. He had to just move to Houston a couple years ago because okay. he was on our show before. Coming in and talking about some 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 Lamar Jackson stuff before he is not a guy to just throw stuff out there. He's not a hot takey guy. 
you know, if he's saying this, it's because he may have a credible source, and nobody okay. knows who the source is. But guess what? He was at the Baltimore Sun. Who else is from Baltimore? Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't not. think Joe Douglas is leaking. That, no, though. Joe Douglas isn't leaking. But you know, what I'm saying, you know, it's a it's a tight knit community. Yeah, it's an odd thing for somebody in Houston to be tweeting about. Like, like it's not like he's looking for clout, right? Like, My point. So, anyways, but still, nothing yet on that front. But so, if you're seeing reports, just understand where they're coming from. That's why we're doing that part of it. But another thing that came uh, out of the AFC East, you've also, and we're we're going to circle this back to the Jets. So let's see how we can bring this around. It begins with. Um, Tua the Dolphins saying that Tua, right, Tunga Tunga Vailoa mm-hmm. will will not be available. He's ruled out for the game against the Bills, the wild card game against the Bills. Yeah, uh, on on a set, Sunday. Yeah, whatever that so, spread is, bet it. <laughs> so, with that in mind, it's Skylar Thompson who's going to start for them. This could be a, a one and done real quick for Miami. It feels like it will be right, but now because of Tua's situation, you're looking at next year. And why does this why does this matter to the Jets? Well, if Tua has had that much issues this season with he's, concussions, he's eligible for an extension. Do will the Dolphins revisit another quarterback option? Which there was some discussion between the Dolphins and Tom Brady about moving into their front office, moving into their management. But there was also some talk of him being their quarterback. Yeah. Well, Tom Brady's going to be a free agent. What if? He ends up with the Dolphins and all those guys they have on that offense. Well, that now means Josh Allen. If you're the Jets, Josh Allen and Tom Brady in your division? Yeah. You better have some urgency on what you're doing at quarterback this coming season. Agree? Like yeah. that, I feel like the, that news is not something you should just kind of dismiss. That should give me extra urgency to make sure that whatever I'm doing at quarterback, it better be on par with what could be a division next year that has two of the best in the league yeah, in it. And you're asking yourself, well, Tom Brady's already said he doesn't want to retire. Tom Brady seems like a guy like, I'm sorry, you know, what we were doing cost you a first-round draft pick. Uh, this is an opportunity for me to stay in the state that I already live in. And it's like, well, what would Tom Brady further motivation be? Well, he can become the first guy ever to win three Super Bowls with three different organizations. Mm. So that's what guys, yeah. that's that's what that's all guys need is that type of motivation to say, let me become something that never been done. I have great weapons. I have a running game. I have a coach that I like. Warm weather, warm beautiful, weather. You know, you know, obviously and, all that stuff's and there. I, and I got everything. I got weapons and the owner galore. and the owner. You're yeah. And I got you owe them. I got I got <laughs> I got, all I got that money. I got weapons galore. Yeah. And like, you know, for the Dolphins, why does it make sense? Because Tom Brady never asked to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. He just asks for, you know, some couple players. And who knows? Maybe Gronkowski would say, well, my back feels a little better. Like, I can go back to Miami if you want to give me $10, 15000000 million. They're going to lose Gasicki because he's a free agent. So it's full circle. So now, not once, but not twice, but now twice, the Jets can be terrorized by Tom Brady and going down there and him going no huddle when it's 95 degrees humidity and you out there sizzling like a piece of bacon and they make you wear your dark uniform because you're the visiting team. How about, how about what Dina Ham was just saying in my ear? The Michigan connection. Yeah, of course. All in. Yeah. Not only not only Ross with Tom Brady. Yeah. Harbaugh. No, I don't think they'll leave. I think he'll keep Mike McDaniels because Mike McDaniels. So? Listen, Harbaugh's tough to get along with, man. Uh, like he's he's not but they, he's, again the owner they're, they're close but, but but you know what this offense looks like Tom Brady's seen his offense I think that's something to keep Mike Medanius okay 
All right, fair enough. Sorry. So again, it goes full circle and because look, if you're the Jets, look, look, you look at that and go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look, this, we, this, we can't be reaching out for like some secondary quarterback. And, you got to get somebody good." And this is where the PR hurts him, right? It hurt. It helped him because he hired what is perceived as a black quarter uh, coach, right? So remember, no, nobody knew Mike McDaniel's was black yeah. until he's logic. Because you, you look at him, he doesn't look black at no. all. This dude has hair like you. He looks His like logic. Super straight. Right. The rapper. So right. so my point is, if you fire him after going to the playoffs, now this is where the black coach hurts you. Because now you've fired two black coaches that have had winning records in back-to-back years for a white coach from Michigan. I see. That, I'm still that, looking that, at it. That is horrible right. PR. I'm still looking at it from a Jet perspective, which is, Tom Brady, back I don't, in your division I don't to terrorize wanna, you. you know, I don't want to hear like, you he know. He gets to terrorize the Jets and the, and well, the Patriots. we really like Zach's progress this offseason, and we just think, we, you know, we're going to bring in a vet. Like, like I name me as some, some, again, you know, just average vet that you're going to bring in. Well, we'll try Jameis Winston. You know, He's we the think, number one overall no, pick. Man, come on. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, I need, <laughs> I need, you got to get. You've got to be up to that level so you want where your division could be. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Jimmy G? Uh, to me, that's the most... That's, you, you would have to go all it in. It just feels like that's the but most the thing, obvious way thing, to go. And he and Salah have, obviously, their background together. But who, not, not that they work together. So, so you have to ask yourself, who does Jimmy G love more? Do Ooh. you love Josh McDaniels? Or do you love Ooh. Robert Salah? Ooh, we shall see. Hey, you want a reason to escape to Florida this winter? I mean, who doesn't? Our friends at Gosling's Rum are the official rum of the Honda Classic PGA Tournament, and they're giving away an amazing golf experience to one lucky winner. Go to goslingsgiveaway.com to learn more. Contest is open to U.S. residents 21 and over. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. For official rules, visit goslingsgiveaway.com. All right, we have you calls. 800-919-3776. But let me get to something uh, about tonight's game, the Knicks and the Pacers tonight. There's a lot of drama surrounding this game. And it's not just because these are two teams that are separated by one game in the conference. It's 6 and 7 right there. You're on the cusp of the play-in. But it's also having to do with the last time the Knicks and the Pacers played on the post-game show that I'm part of on MSG Networks. Uh we were talking about the end of the game and Wally Zerbiak came on and and he was being critical of Tyrese Halliburton, but in a way, and yes, I am sticking up for him. I absolutely am. It's in a way he was doing it to say that all this talk about Halliburton being an all-star, Jalen Brunson deserves just as much attention. So while doing it, while he got a little aggressive and you know said he called him a, uh, uh, a wannabe fake all-star, I want everybody to understand something. That wasn't said to be you know to take shots at Halliburton as much as actually he was taking shots at me. Here's why: during the game. I was raving about Halliburton. I was talking about how this guy is so good. Like he's, I, you know, like no one knew he was going to be tra- available to be traded. If I knew he'd be available to trade, I'd give up something for him. Like I just loved him. And while he kept saying to me, he's like, "You have a point guard now. You have Brunson." And I'm like, "But this guy's an all star." So he's like firing at me on the set, and it was kind of like an inside joke that came outside. And so, of course, it gets back to Halliburton. And, you know, I mean, he felt a certain way about it, as he probably should. Now, Wally went on MSG the very next game and apologized publicly to Halliburton about it and praised the kid, which he should do. And everybody should know, by the way, before the draft, Wally loved him out of Iowa State. He loved him. 
So this just became like more of something that it it wasn't what it seemed, but it was not a great look, obviously. And while he, you know, again, he was accountable for it. So Halliburton was on the Woj pod. And of course, Woj brought up this whole thing with Tyrese going into tonight's game. When you come to New York now, there's going to be some talk at the Garden, and I think this was the best thing that happened for your all-star candidacy. Wally Zerbiak's doing a post-game show for the Knicks, highlight of you and the Pacers come up, and he goes on a little soliloquy, calls you Mr. Supposed Wannabe All-Star, which is, you know, quite a title. Tyrese Halliburton, who's not going to be an All-Star, but Wannabe All-Star. And it was one of those things that caught steam, and he had to answer to, and I thought was... One of the best all-star campaigns organically, right? There's a lot of contrived ones out there. I thought it made people pay attention to you more as much as anything else had, right? Yeah, for sure. And it pushed me because after that game, we went and played Boston. I had a really good game in Boston. Then went to Miami, had my career high in Miami. So all the momentum was going in the, has been going in the right way since then. Playing really well, winning games. And like you said, it just brought more eyes to, to me as a player that, that could have went positively or negatively. And I think my team rallied around me and, you know, we just playing really well since then. Have you talked to Wally Zerbiak? No, no you communication. texted with him? No, I haven't. He's reached out Even- to people in my life, but no, I have not talked to him. Any interest in doing that? Nah, zero. No. Do you expect he might want to say hello to you at the garden? Or? Uh, maybe. Yeah. That's a possibility, but uh, you know, I'm just focused on it. seemed like he felt bad about it after. At least he <laughs> felt bad about the pushback. Yeah, for came, sure, right? for sure, for sure. So I imagine if Wally has a chance to see Tyrese tonight before the game, he would want to talk to him. But you hear that Halliburton doesn't seem like he could. You know, he's not interested at all, Bart, uh, in this. And yeah. because you need sometimes as an athlete, it's worked to his need, advantage. Well, you though. need you need a villain, right? Yeah. And, and this yeah. Has lets him become a villain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it's worked again to his advantage because it's only brought more attention to. No, well, no, this light, guy put, should put, be an put, put light on him, and it, and it made people naturally defend him. Yeah. And now tonight, of course, again, this is already a game that has some significance to it because it's you know they're in the standings. These are two teams that are close to each other, and we're in the second half of the season now. But there's this added now part of this, this drama that just keeps coming up. Here's T.J. McConnell, backup guard uh, on the Pacers, talking about how oh yeah, the, the Pacers are very well aware of what was said and and what goes into this game. I think there was some fuel to that fire after the Knicks game. Won't name any names, but there is some fuel to that fire that sparked our all-star to come out and take us to the next level. And it started with Tyrese. He's been phenomenal. Yeah, our all-star. Look, the guy should be an all-star. He's averaging over 10 assists a game. He's leading the league in assists. He's a really good young player. I still can't believe the Kings moved him. It just blows my mind that you would move on from a kid like that. It just doesn't make sense. And as I've always said, if I knew he was available. Like moving on from um, Justin Fields? (laughs) (laughs) I still don't know if that's going to happen. You just just support my point. I I did. I don't know why I did that. But still, if I if I knew he was available, I I would have I would have moved heaven and earth to try to trade for him last year. But the the Pacers got him and and he's going to be an all-star this year. Now, it'll be interesting to watch this game tonight. And see if the Pacers have any extra, you know, motivation. Um, if the first play call that Rick Carlisle calls out will be something for Halliburton to knock down a three, like the crowd, the crowd, you know, will be in on this thing. Yeah, like this, you know how things get in this building. But and if, if he starts going off, but what if he don't? It could get 
rowdy. But what if he don't and they start going? Well, that's the other Wally, side. Wally, Wally. That's what I'm saying. Wally, Could you Wally, imagine? Wally. What defend if he has. Me. Defend your dog. Because if, because if he has a poor. He can have a poor shooting night. It does happen. Yeah. If the Knicks lock in on him and try to shut him down and, and take, you know, again, cut the head off the snake, I think the building could also turn on him. So this could be this is this could go in so many ways tonight. It makes tonight's game so freaking intriguing to me. Like I'm really curious what's going to happen. Quentin Grimes going to guard him? Is he going to chase him around, beat him up, all that stuff? Sweep like the leg, right? Run him through the gauntlet, hit him with the elbow, hard picks. Like is Grimes going to pick him up full court? Oh man. Put Deuce McBride on him. Just slap the floor. Slap the floor, yeah. <laughs> We're doing it for Wally. We're doing it for Wally. We're doing it live. Like, like, like the outsiders. Do it for Johnny. Like, that's what this will be. I'm really curious about this. I'm telling you, like, there's, so, there's a little bit of drama to this that just makes things just a little uh, extra spicy. That's I'm a, all. You know, my boy, my, my barber just hit me Uh-oh. up. He said Michael McDonald was number one. You think Michael McDonald, the head of Bobby yeah, they, Caldwell, they, they, this is, is it because of? Is it just because of? This is flaw. I'm gonna ask him to explain. <clears throat> yeah, he's gonna need to explain. Michael McDonald has a much larger catalog, catalog of music, so that's where maybe you can make the argument. But off one song, Bobby Caldwell has an incredible. Yeah, boy, he got more than one song. But man, that stop. one song, though, yeah, 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 yeah. is so, so his, his one mind song, blowing. You saying his one song is better than Michael McDonald's one song? It's just mind blowing. What is Michael McDonald? He does a lot of remakes though. But like back in the day though, Michael McDonald was used. To, you said you sing back backup. That song. No, on he's my, done backup. Oh, he's done duets. He's yeah, done tons. Yeah, but of on, on my own. With but, then, but, then, but then, who got more number ones than Tim, Timberlake? I know. Long as I got my suit and tie. But then, then you got the beeps. Flo, you got to explain, son. You yeah. got to explain. That you got to show your work. That is one that we definitely need to dive into, on the gout when they yeah. let us do this. Yeah. Ninety-eight-seven, the gout. We get Rosenberg in on this thing with us. Yeah. Right? We let him spin. Yeah, and you yeah. and I just, and we all, all talk about it. And we can sit around and drink. Uh, who's our sponsor? Do we got an alcohol sponsor? Mm-hmm. We have Goslings. Is some that rum? Rum, yeah. So mm-hmm. we, drink, we drink some Goslings and then we bring in a celebrity mixologist to show us all the different ways in which we can indulge in Gosling. I kind of like that. And we just sit around and we talk about the history around the song and what was going on in the world. And we do it. And at, we just start a conversation. And we do it at a bar. Well, we make a bar. A set. No, no, no. Like we, what y'all got at MSG. We go, we go to a bar. Actual, not the corner three bar at MSG. We go to actually, like, go to Stout. Okay. We go to a bar and do this. Just, just you know, get some cameras in there. What kind of bar? I mean, a, a drinking bar, not the place, the establishment that you would like to go to where you're, you know, buying books and scholarships and stuff. I mean, we could donate those. <laughs> we could, I mean, I mean, I mean, we, we could donate the proceeds. Yeah, to I, bet, yeah I bet you'd want to donate some proceeds. Oh, 800-919-3776. He said, damn. What? what Flo just said he led the way for Hall of Notes. I forgot about Hall of Notes. Oh, man. Damn. Damn. Daryl Hall. Damn. <laughs> you forgot. We did forget about them. Damn. <laughs> it just keeps going. All right. Should we, do we have we to get, push it to 10? We, <laughs> we got to push the top 10. We might have to go to top 10. God. That's good news, though. That bodes well for us. <sighs> See? We're not that bad, Bart. Some of us are actually pretty good. That's true. (laughs) We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Just grab some calls here, Bart. It's, uh, again, K-Show top of the hour and a very busy, busy day. And, of course, a busy week for us with the Giants getting you ready for a wild card game that they can win against the Vikings. But Dan in Marstown, Bart, is nervous. Dan. Hey, guys, thank you so much for taking the call and especially for having me on during the power. 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 I'm also trying to uh, win those Beats headphones at some point so I can use them to listen to 98.7 The Gout, son. The Gout. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Superbox giveaway. So keep listening to the K-Show. They'll have the next opportunity to win. All right, so what I was going to say was um, I just, I'm just i a big Giants fan. I feel good about the game this weekend, but it makes me a little bit nervous just because literally everybody that I see on TV and listen to on the radio seem to be picking the Giants, and I'm worried, does that give the uh, the Vikings a little bit of extra bulletin board material? Uh, like, Bart, is that a real thing that they'll get more up for, or is that not something I should worry about? I mean, listen, at this point, you can get up for what you want to get up for. It is what it is at this point. We faced you before. It's about who's going to execute. Really, what we're going to do is we're going to see what coaches have a deeper Rolodex or deeper encyclopedia. You think about day ball, right? What worked first game? What worked second game? What happens if they don't adjust to what we did well the first game? We keep going. What happens if they adjust properly to it? What's our plan B? And that's what you talk about. When you think about Kevin O'Connell, he's been around the, the McVay tree. You know, he was in, you know, he was with the Shanahan tree, but he's still a young, inexperienced coach. And will he flinch? Will he not be able to adjust to the adjustment of Brian Dayball, who's seen it all, done it all, and Wink. but also Wink Martindale, mm-hmm. who's been there, done it all, seen it all? And will they? Will he be able to adjust to the wrinkles that they're going to bring in the game plan? That's why I give the Giants such an advantage because coaching in football, especially in the playoffs, yes. matter so much. And you got to say preparation, hey. and that's why you have to give a lot of credit to, to Dayball. You know, Wink Martindale is a huge personality. And sometimes people shy away from personalities like Wink, shy from personalities like Rex and Rob and these loquacious 
like outgoing, energetic, loquacious energetic, types right. of coordinators. Right. But no, he said this is best for our team. We mm-hmm. need somebody that can come, and we don't have all the weapons that a team would want. The dominant lockdown corners, right? So how about get a getting a coordinator that can take what he got and make them weapons? If you do something well, if you blitz well, I'm gonna blitz the hell out of you. I'm gonna make you blitz more than doing anything else. If you cover well, I'm gonna make you cover. I'm gonna make sure you don't got to tackle. And that's what the Giants have done. They have taken limited pieces, limited groceries, and made a pretty good damn meal. I tell you what, Dan, did that get you fired up? It absolutely gets me fired up, and I just hope that solar-powered Kirk Cousins shows up. <laughs> yeah, man, you got it, Dan. Keep the faith, man. <laughs> run out of run out of energy by the third quarter because it's. <laughs> Captain Planet, he's our hero. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Richard's in Jacksonville, Richard. Hey, guys. How we doing? Uh, First of all, I need to apologize to Bart about saying his Justin Fields take was clickbait because it turns out a lot of people seem to have that thought. Mm. So sorry, Bart. What was that? Second of all, no, no, because oh. you because he, he he said you're you're Justin Fields earlier this week when you okay. brought up Justin Fields for the first time. Yeah, he felt like you were going clickbait on him, and then he realized like all around the world, everybody's yeah. going, "Hey, the Bears could move on from Justin Fields." So he's realizing that it's not hey, really clickbait, hey, and he Bart, wanted to give you an apology. Well, no problem. Thank you so much. Hey Bart, it's an apology. You should try it sometime. It's ah, very fun. I apologize all the time. Bing bong. Hey, and you do because you have to. All right, look, listen. <laughs> I work in the, I, I work in them clubs that you're talking about as a mm-hmm, DJ, mm-hmm. and all I could all I could think is that that goat the gout music ain't gonna work in that club. You you got to go to like old fashioned bar. You you try talking these girls into dancing to that music. Yeah, no. never oh, yeah, hold, 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 hold. You don't think they gonna dance to that yummy yummy? Now, listen, you know what I'm saying? You don't think they gonna dance to the beat? You don't think they gonna dance to Robin? They don't. They don't. Robin Thicke. I mean. Maybe a maybe a day girl, but the, the night girls do they want the night girls. Well, bro, want that well, baby bro, baby. bro, bro. Hey, they, get, they shift needs right, love too, right. man. I'm not trying to get shot at at nighttime when everybody leaving. They've been drinking for right. five hours. They shift. What well, time do you what. think I'm coming? I'm coming at lunchtime. I, <laughs> damn I will, right. I will, be, I will. I will be the D, D, DJ for a day gig, and I'll drop all that white swag R and B that you want. And all like that it. old school R and B. I love it. All right. You want, first of all, Bart, wait, hang on, real quick, Bart. Amy Winehouse, man, you got to give her yeah, another. I listen. told you, she is it art? No, I love her. It's so tragic. I love Amy Winehouse. We can put her. I in know, but, but, no, but, no, but, no. But music, hang on. But musically, she did something yeah. that's really never been done because she created phrasing the way rappers phrase. She did something completely innovative, and it's got more soul and more swag than anything. And white artists rush when they sing. She's the only one I ever heard who lays back behind the beat, like like it's supposed to happen. Mm. Well, Amy Winehouse mm-hmm. is legit. Okay, we'll put her there. I mean, Adele kind of does that cool. a little bit too. But yeah, we'll definitely put her. There. Tina Marie had more soul. Like you, you had you had you you saw on the video. Like, hold up, she white. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. Yeah, that happened. She, that, well, that she happened. she's white and she was fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that'll do it. That'll do it. But uh, <laughs> as long as you put Amy on the list, I'm good with the rest of it. Low key, a guy named Mayor Mayor Hawthorne from Detroit. He drops that white blue eyed soul, and mm. he's like, he's like, he's like the underground Robin Thicke. He's legit. He's got some hits out though. All Mayor right. Hawthorne. Now, if you guys up. have an email, I'll send it into you. We'll look it up. No, no, no. no. I'll definitely right. will look it up. Yeah. Thanks. All right, have a good day, fellas. Appreciate you, man. See, right. We might have to expand this to the top ten. So. Out. Might expand this to the top ten, B. Yeah, it is. There's definitely something. It is funny how, like, what I said here took off, but I got no credit for it. The Justin Fields thing? Yeah. Because Mike Tannenbaum did it on the network, and as we've learned, when you say it on the network, it's like... tree falls in the woods. Mike Tannenbaum said that on the network. Nobody's around. They have to whisper it on the network. Yeah.
I know Bart said it in New York, but Mike Tannenbaum said it on the network. So he must have been first. So we're gonna, <laughs> hold on. Monday comes, before, say Monday, more, Monday comes before Tuesday, but no, he was first. He hold, up, hold up. And it's not like they can say, you know, more people heard it because eh, that's not necessarily true. Yeah, that, that is not because true. the show he did say it on is not on in New York. Yeah, that's true. So did everybody really hear it? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, you did say it first. So, you know, I mean, honestly, basically, basically all I'm saying is, what more do you want from me? I'm pushing I'm pushing conversation forward. You feel me? I do feel you. They'll feel me though. Well, we're they going the to feel me. They going to feel us. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You said something before that was hilarious, too. Because, like, Sarah's smile is definitely about a white girl. Exactly. It ain't just a smile. How do we because, <laughs> but, that's the, but that's the thing, though. Like, it's crazy, right? Be, because, because, like, so wrong. no, because the song has been remade. It's, so it's, been, it's been remade by black people. And I don't know how many black people know somebody named Sarah. <laughs> And I don't know how many black people know somebody named Sarah that they would sing about. <laughs> so this lets me know that they are the originators. Because it would have been Shaniqua, a Keisha smile. <laughs> it wouldn't have been Sarah. But it's okay. Because we, we can sample each other's stuff. It's cool. It's all right. <laughs> Shaniqua smile. <laughs> it doesn't have to be Shaniqua. But I'm thinking Sarah, like, I mean, okay. it's... Shamisha. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that easy. I'm naming all black girls' names I know with an S. I'm not saying that you... Shamika, Shamisha. I'm just saying. These are real actual names. Sarah, I don't know if I know of a a girl named Sarah who's not white. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like, that's the most classic white name in the history of white names. Is that that as white as you can get? Yeah, it's like like Jim. Is that whiter than Jane? Yeah, it's like Jim. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I can't think of a black, what's a black staple name? Well, Steve is like a super white name too. Even though it's a lot of black guys with Steve say, names. That, that, I think that's just a common name. It, and then you can always tell. Michael, Steven. You, you, like, those are like the most common. You can, you can always tell what 
what decade you were born oh, in yeah, of by course. the names. Too. Of certain names. Like Bartholomew. All, all those DeAndre, DeAndres, like Theotis. Yeah, that's yeah, Theotis. He in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Theotis. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin's like Kevin's like the 80s. Yeah, Kevin was an 80s. Kevin, like the God. 90 the 90s, DeAndre, Devontae, Deontay, Deronje, Jalen, 90s. Yeah. Jalen. No, no, no. Because Jalen Rose, like early But I think, but I think Jalen, no, no. What like we're 2000s. learning. Yeah, Jalen became more the second generation. Yes, All of Jalen's uh, generation. So the 90s. Named their kids Jalen. So the 90s. So the late 2000s. The think early about 2000s. the impact Jalen Rose has yeah. had on the world. Well, his mom. Because well, she created she the name. Yeah. She created the name. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. These names, now nah, I don't know what the hell these kids' names are. Hmm. Seven. What the? Seven? Like, what, uh, I mean, it's. You don't know if I'm counting It's, a, pr- I'm it's a Prince you. song. Seven. Yeah. Well, that's also um, uh, Erica Badu and Andre 3000's son name. Erica Badu. <sighs> Damn. This ain't Let's nobody, take a minute. Let's take nobody, a minute. Ain't nobody turned out more rappers than Erica Badu. I still can't believe what we found on the internet that she sells. Get that Those, I mean, that, get that I cannot a, believe that's something that she sells. Go get that essence. <laughs> Look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about. Trust me. Uh, let's uh, do a little Barton Hunt Lunch Money presented by Gosling's. As we were talking about, so with the Dolphins not starting, the Tua has been ruled out. And with that in mind, that game now with the Bills has moved to a 13-point spread. In a, in the wild card, a wild card game, a 13-point spread. Disrespectful. So I ask you, Bart, would you take the Bills and lay the 13 against the Dolphins in a playoff game? I'll lay 30. This gonna, listen, <laughs> listen, let me, let me tell you something. One thing is they're the better football team. Of course. Better quarterback, a team that feel like they're in destiny. Weather's not going to be but, a factor. It's but, not going to be like a blizzard or anything but, up but there. Would you be surprised if Hamley, who just got released from the from – the, um, Hospital is at the game in the suite. Yeah, he was just yeah, they, they announced that today. He was released. He got the emotional right. lift man, that they could get if man, he's just present. Man. Even if he just goes into the locker room real quick and then something. and, go, and, and, and they show him at they show him on the on the big screen. Oh my god! At the game, won't be a dry eye in the house. What? Mm. What? I must break you. Yeah, it's one of those. Run, Boris, run! <laughs> All right, so. Bart's saying, take the bills, lay the 13. I kind of agree with him. That's Lunch Money presented by Gosling's. Want a reason to escape to Florida this winter? Our friends at Gosling's Rum are the official rum of the Honda Classic PGA Tournament. They're giving away an amazing golf experience to one lucky winner. Go to goslingsgiveaway.com to learn more. Contest open to U.S. residents, 21 and over. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited for official rules and visit Gosling. What are you doing? Visit goslingsgiveaway.com. Looking for my earbuds. You have headphones on. No, I got to shoot a podcast after this. Oh. Yeah, it's the last one. What's today? It's the last one for today's the Jets. A, oh, today's that. It's the last one for the Jets. Sad. How yeah. come the Jets have never asked me to do anything with you, I'm saying, for them? The same reason the Knicks have never asked you me to do something with you. Yeah, but you, you're not an NBA guy. Like, I'm, I can host. I mean, I've done that before. But listen. I'm a Jets fan. But I averaged. I love the Jets. I averaged 10 turnovers and 10 fouls in high school. You did? Oh, speaking of which. See Snoop Dogg put out a video on Instagram? Nah. Uncle Snoop, what is Uncle He's Snoop? He's 51 doing years old. You know what he just did? What did he do? Dunked the basketball. Ah. So listen, I, I, listen, sent him, I sent him a message. I said, Welcome to the club. It's not as impressive. The over 50 Dunkers Club. It, it is not as impressive as you doing it because the dude only weighs 76 pounds. Yeah, but still. 76 pounds. He I told float. you, it hurts. It, it's not easy when you're over 50. You'll find out listen, soon enough. 
in time. But it, but it hurts. Everything hurts. Jumping hurts. Going up steps hurts. Everything hurts when you're this age. It hurts. And the fact that that man but can jump, dunk, and land and still stand up and not cry just a river of tears, what is he, six I'm impressed. Five? What is he, 6'5"? Six, I think he's about 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. I mean, he's, he's so, a very small, exclusive club of dunkers over so, the age of 50. I'm in it, and so is Snoop. He's so high, he floats. It's all right. He didn't even uh, have to jump. He just inhaled. And went up in there. <laughs> Still, in June when I'm 52, I'm going to do it again. That is true. Because it's great to be part of the Dunkers Club. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.